Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be with you today. I love Mondays and I love spending my Mondays with you. I hope you enjoy it just as much. I want to talk today about overeating over upsets. So when something happens in our life that is upsetting or that upsets us in some way and we want to overeat, what do we do about it? We hear all the time, right, that we shouldn't eat our feelings. And that's great. And most of us know this logically, but what does that mean? And I want to give you some practical steps today for when you are upset and you want to overeat, what are some practical steps you can take? We're going to talk about that today. Now, there's a couple layers to this because for those of us that like to overeat when we're upset, the act of overeating can keep us overeating, right? So for those of us that don't want to overeat or that are trying not to overeat and we're trying to change our habits and we're trying to feel our feelings instead of eat them, when we do overeat, it can actually cycle us into continuing to overeat. So the act of overeating can be upsetting enough to us that makes us want to overeat. Are you with me? You get what I'm saying? So the formula and the questions and the steps that I'm going to give you today, you can actually apply to when you overeat. So if you overeat over an upsetting event, you can take what I'm going to teach you here today and apply it to the action of overeating. And we'll dive into that as I give you this list of things. I'm going to give you two steps. So if you find yourself experiencing an event that triggers you or makes you upset or makes you feel anxious or gives you the trigger to want to overeat, I'm going to give you two steps that you can do. And then I'm going to give you five questions to ask yourself. And if you will take the time to do these two steps and ask yourself these five questions, you will start to turn around eating over upsets. You will start to learn more about yourself and give yourself more grace, understand yourself more, and you will start to learn how to cope instead of judge yourself into overeating more. So if you have an event that happens and you find yourself anxious, triggered, upset in some way, The first step is we want to 
just notice what happened. And if you are someone who likes to write, if you have a journal, if you have a notebook, if you like to type in your computer, if you like to type a note on your phone, it can be really powerful to get the event down on paper. And just take, even if it's three minutes, to just do a free write. Just allow yourself to narrate and write what happened. That's step one. Step two is to list only the facts of what happened. Now, this can be so powerful because when we separate facts from stories, we can gain power over our actions. Okay, so there's facts that happen in our event, and then there's stories we have around the facts of what's happening. And how can we tell the difference between the two? A fact is something that everyone would agree on. If you brought that fact to a court of law and you presented it to a judge and a jury and an attorney, and everyone agreed that it was true, you know you have a fact. That's how I like to kind of separate facts from stories in my mind because sometimes our stories, our thoughts feel like facts. And it can be hard sometimes. The brain can't always distinguish between the two. So we want to be able to distinguish them and separate them. And that is one way I do that is I will ask myself, okay, if I brought this to a complete stranger, to someone who was neutral, to someone that didn't have any emotions invested in what I'm telling them, would they agree with me that they are facts? And it's just an easier way to separate the two. Now, once you list the facts, Now you can look at what are the stories around this event. What am I telling myself that these mean? And when I look at just the facts, it's so fascinating because only the facts, usually when I do this exercise for myself, I only have one or two facts and the rest is all stories. And it's so powerful to do this. Now, I wanted to use my example of falling last week. If you heard my podcast last week, I shared the story with you how I fell down the flight of stairs and urgent care shared with me or told me after an x-ray that I broke my foot and I couldn't put any weight on it. So just a really quick update and I'm going to apply this formula to my situation But a quick update, I ended up seeing the orthopedic surgeon and they redid the x-rays and the foot is not broken. This is really, really, really good news. So I don't need surgery. I don't need a cast on it. We don't need to set it. It's a bad sprain. Soft tissue was damaged and ripped from the bone. So we've got a pretty good injury there, but it just needs time to heal. So I was so thankful when I left the doctor's office. Now I'm about a week and a half in to not putting weight on it, wearing sweatsuits, having things be more difficult that I used to do quickly. 
And I got to tell you, it's getting old. And it feels like this is never going to heal, that I'm never going to be back to where I was before, that I'm losing all of my progress. And I started noticing the stories that I had around this circumstance of not being able to put weight on my foot and not being able to walk right now on it. The facts are I have a sprained ankle with soft tissue damage and I can't put weight on it right now. Those are the facts. And when I was doing this exercise myself, I was so enlightened around why I was feeling terrible about it. And the reason I was feeling terrible about it was because of the stories I was telling myself. I started separating facts from stories. My stories are, I'm going backwards. It won't be the same once it heals. I'm unwinding all of my progress. I'll never get back. I miss my walks. I'm not going to be able to walk as quickly as I was before. I'm going to gain all my weight back. I'm going to have to start all over. Now, when we have stories like this around a circumstance, around our facts of what's happening, these stories create our feelings. And when we are believing the stories, when we haven't separated the facts from the stories, then we are entangled in the story. We are entangled in the emotion. When I think these thoughts, which are all stories around the facts, I feel bummed, disappointed, defeated, hopeless. I get this pit in my stomach. And once I did this exercise and I separated the facts from the stories, I was able to see how I was choosing to think about this. And of course, of course, I'm going to have stories like this. I don't ever judge myself for the stories because that's where we go, right? We start to judge ourselves like I shouldn't be thinking this. Logically, I know this isn't true. And so I have to stop myself and say, Of course, of course, Leandra, of course, you're going to be thinking this. This is what our brains do. Our brains want to survive. So they're going to look for the worst case scenario, right? They want to prepare us for the worst so we survive it. So whenever we're anxious about something or feeling terrible about something, watch your brain just look for the worst case, which for me, I don't want to gain all my weight back. I don't want to go backwards. I want everything to be the same as it was. But having done this exercise and separating the two has really helped me see that I can think other things. And when I do think other things, I'm always redirecting my brain back to this is a time of rest. When I was walking and exercising and doing a lot of things, I was wishing for more rest. And now I have it. And I don't want to 
take advantage of that or ruin my rest time by wishing it was all different. Because now when it's different and I'm all healed, I'll probably wish for more rest time. So it's so funny how our brains do that. So I'm always loving myself with compassion, not telling myself I'm thinking wrong, but just noticing these stories and telling myself, let's just take the best we can from this rest time. Okay, so those are the two steps. If you're finding yourself in an upsetting situation and you want to overeat over it, just list the facts do a do a re uh, a free write. Get out a journal, a piece of paper, or the notes app in your phone, and just tell the story of what happened. And then step two is to separate just the facts. Only list the facts. So now I'm going to give you five questions to ask yourself. The first question is, what are you making these facts mean? Okay, what is the story that makes this a problem? And this is what I shared with you, right? Once I separated my facts out, I was asking myself, what am I making them mean? I'm making it mean I'm going to gain all my weight back. I'm making it mean I'm unwinding all my progress. I'm making it mean that I'm going backwards. And it's so important for us to see what are we making the facts mean? And then we can see that they're just stories. And then we can gain power over them. Second question, how do these stories or thoughts make you feel? Because it's not the facts that create the feeling. The fact that my ankle is sprained is not what's causing my feelings. What's causing my feelings is how I'm thinking about it, which is why sometimes I feel like, oh, how beautiful I can rest during this time. And I feel at calm. I feel at peace. I feel curious. And other times I feel hopeless and defeated because my thoughts about it change. My thoughts go from what a beautiful time to rest to I'm going backwards and gaining all my weight back. So you see how the story is what changes my emotion. It's not the fact itself. The fact never changes. Next question. Does this or did this situation make you want to buffer? I've talked about buffering in in past episodes. Buffering means when we want to escape an emotion. So when I'm thinking I'm going to gain all my weight back and this isn't going to be the same, yes, I do want to buffer. When I'm thinking I'm going to gain all my weight back, I want to go eat. Because my thoughts spiral into why am I even trying? What am I even doing? I'm not going to be able to burn anything off. I might as well just eat everything. And I want to escape. So what you're thinking and how you're feeling, does it make you want to go buffer into food? Does it make you want to go escape and look for comfort in food? And be truthful about that. Why and why not? Okay, next question is, how do you want to feel? So if you're experiencing an upsetting event, for some of us, we want to feel sad. We want to feel anxious. We want to feel 
negative emotion around it. We've rescheduled Julia's wisdom teeth for this Thursday, which I would really appreciate prayers. We're going to go at 7am Thursday morning for her wisdom teeth surgery. And I want to feel anxious about it. I do. I do have an over, like an overall calm about it because I know God is in control and I trust the team that we have. But there is a side of anxiety that I want to have. It's my child going under and she's going to feel some pain and I don't, I just don't like it. Right. And I don't want to just try to talk myself out of it. So for some of us, we might want to feel grief. We might want to feel sad. We might want to feel some fear and that's okay. And if we're honest about wanting to feel it, then we can allow ourselves to feel it. But if you want to feel something different, just like I was saying before, changing my thoughts can change my feelings. If I take myself out of, I'm gaining all my weight back into what a beautiful time to rest, then again, my feelings change into more of a calm, relaxed feeling. Okay, next question. What would you need to think or believe about this event to feel that way? If you want to change your feeling, if you want to feel better, what do you have to think or believe to feel that way? Because remember, it's our thoughts. And one way that I can get out of negative emotion and feel better is just listing gratitude and being thankful for something in the situation. Usually, I mean, we can always be find something to be thankful for. So what would you need to think or believe about this event to feel that way? And then last question is, what have you learned from this event? And that's a beautiful question, right? If we stop beating ourselves up, what can we learn from the event that we're dealing with? So that's the steps, two steps, five questions. I will put them in the show notes so that you can look over them because maybe you're walking right now. Maybe you're driving right now. And I just want to read Psalm 23. I was just led. I'm going to read the whole Psalm. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows He leads me besides peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. And even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23, and that was the New Living Translation. Whatever you're going through, my friends, God is with you. His rod and his staff will be with you and comfort you. I love you and have an amazing week.